Meanwhile, uh, to the important news of Crane's Detroit business with the executive editor, Kelly Root, on our line. Kelly, nice to talk to you again this morning. Good morning, Paul W. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. I have uh, uh, one of the copies of Crane's Detroit business. The ink is still wet in my hands, dated uh, March 22nd on the cover. Michigan's vaccine rollout rolls on, and in fact... uh, hitting new speeds. That's right, um, Paul W. This is a, a big week for vaccinations in uh, in Michigan. As you know, on Wednesday, Ford Field is going to be opening a mass vaccination uh, clinic, and um, the restrictions for who can get vaccines are rapidly loosening in Michigan. And um, we take a look this week at the logistics behind the rollout. Um, It's an immense effort. You know, lots of people that have been getting their shots are only seeing the person sticking the needle in their arm. But uh, our um, reporter, Dustin Walsh, spent some time behind the scenes with um, a registered nurse out of Oakland County and um, explains in this story a little bit of the, uh, the process behind it, how they get the shots, how they unpack them, how they distribute them. And there's an army of folks that are working to make that all happen. It's, uh, it's an amazing process, and it's, it's detailed in this story. And I do want to point out, too, that we have a story this week um, online by our senior editor, Chad Livengood, who... Um, put a lot of work into putting together a really comprehensive um, resource for people looking to get shots because there's so much confusion right now about where to go and who qualifies. He's got a story on our website, on our website, cranesdetroit.com, free to access that includes an explanation of what all the rules are and phone numbers and websites to call and how to get into the clinic at uh, Ford Field and all that kind of thing. So it's a very helpful resource this week. Good for you. Good for Chad, senior editor, and online and free to everyone, which is good news too, cranesdetroit.com, although this is a great magazine to subscribe to and, and become a part of the Cranes family. By the way, you said something, Kelly Root, that I I keep forgetting to mention on the air. You just said uh, needles in arms. You know what? <laughs> I don't need to see another needle going in another arm <laughs> on television. I am beyond up to here. It, I've never been comfortable with needles going in arms. I know it's important. I know it's saving lives. Absolutely. But we don't. Well, I mean, isn't there a better <laughs> shot than that? And I don't mean shot shot. I mean picture uh, than, well, this, than showing this, this all the time. Have- Absolutely. We have a photo gallery this week, again, with that story I just described that that's not about needles and arms. It's about the unpacking of the vaccines and the and, and good the, for and you distribution in the morning of the, you know, the parking lot where the where the folks are getting the, the vaccines ready to transport. So it's not all pain and, and shots. So don't good worry for you. God bless you for that. I, I Come on, let's be creative out there. We don't need to see another <laughs> needle in another arm. Yeah. We're, we're trying. <laughs> okay, good for you. Hey, there's a new collective uh, said to be amplifying the voices of black business owners uh, forming in Metro Detroit. Yes, this is good news. Um, uh, Anna Frank, our City of Detroit reporter, uh, did a story on this. And um, basically, there's a group that's been kind of loosely meeting for a while, and they are they're, they're formalizing their um, desire to form a kind of chamber of commerce style organization that's intended to boost uh, black businesses in Metro Detroit. And it's being headed by um, Charity Dean, 
who was a former uh, City of Detroit executive. She was the former Director of Civil Rights Inclusion and Opportunity for the City of Detroit. She is now heading up this nonprofit Metro Detroit Black Business Alliance, which has a million dollars from TCF Bank to get started. And their goal is to um, help black businesses get access to capital, get back office support. Um, they're going to be doing public policy advocacy. Um, they're looking for members to join. Uh, they've got kind of a five-year commitment from TCF, and they're even talking about getting together a resource center with workspace and somewhere in downtown Detroit. They're looking for a place for that. So this is a, an encouraging development for um, black business owners in uh, in the area. Absolutely. And uh, encouraging news for everyone is that Metro Detroit's spring residential real estate market is coming in like a lion. It absolutely is. Um, this is by Karen Dibus, who took a look at how uh, kind of insane the residential real estate market is right now. I, th- this is something I can personally speak to if I had an hour or so, because I've actually been doing a little <laughs> looking myself. And I can tell you that the market is such now that, that you know, you, you can, people are making sight unseen offers. There are huge waiting, you know, to get into homes. Um, it is a uh, it is a real blistering pace right now. As you know, the coronavirus kind of restricted uh, showings and things like that. But now that that has lifted, there are buyers, um, you know, really trying to, to get in on a market where the inventory is very low. Um, we have examples in this story where um, a 3,000 square foot home in Farmington Hills listed for $475,000. It had 94 showings in its opening weekend and got 22 offers to purchase. And then it uh, sold for $515,000 in cash. So people are coming up trying to give cash offers. Um, you know, the hot cities include Royal Oak, Novi, Dearborn, and Livonia, but I can tell you that that's basically all over. So and, um, and, it's and crazy. Br- yeah, it's crazy, and it's brilliant marketing, too. Uh, it, it used to be that people would uh, list a house a little high and then come down a little. Now they mm-hmm. list a little low, and people fight over it and, and drive up the price. Absolutely. And cash Absolutely. is king. Cash is king. For whatever reason, because <laughs> at the closing... The buyer gets the cash no matter how, I mean, the seller gets the cash no matter how the buyer is doing it, whether it's their own cash or the bank's yeah, cash. Yep. But I guess it's yep. because of the complications of getting some bank financing now absolutely. that yeah. they don't want to get to. Uh, absolutely. Sellers can pick and choose. They're taking the most, the, the easiest path to getting their house sold. And that's, you know, most of the times that's, that's cash. That's, it's definitely the seller's choice these days. Kelly Root, Cranes Detroit Business Executive Editor. Keep up the good work, Kelly. Always nice talking with you. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Uh, You do the same. Get your Cranes Detroit Business on the newsstands online at uh, cranesdetroit.com, where you can also uh, subscribe and uh, be a part of the Cranes family, as we are here at WJR.